Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It's great to have you here with us today. Our show today is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. On today's show, on this Monday, Duke men's basketball beats Florida State and Cameron Indoor over the weekend. The significance of that and more. Coach K reacts to the win, and then a full Duke Athletics weekend recap coming your way here today. My name is JJ Jackson. I proudly serve as the host of this podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. And follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts, as you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each day. Be sure to also subscribe to our Lockdown Blue Devils YouTube page to watch the show daily. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Devils your first listen every single day. Let's jump right into it today. The Blue Devils with the victory 88 to 70 over Florida State on Saturday. From inside Cameron Indoor Stadium, Duke is now 23-4 and on the year, 13-3 and in the ACC. The best news of it all, Coach K returns as last Wednesday when the Blue Devils defeated Wake Forest by just two points. Mike Krzyzewski was not on the sideline at all in the second half. After the game against Florida State on Saturday, Coach K described it as pure exhaustion and his body just wasn't feeling great whatsoever. He felt fine on Saturday and was thrilled to be back up there. We had a Coach K quip about talking about, you know, being back and they pay me to be here for full games. And you'll hear that in just a little bit. Paulo Banquero led the way for Duke offensively with 17 points and eight rebounds. Wendell Moore Jr. was the man. 16 points, five rebounds, seven assists, six steals. A full stat line. Let me read that again. Wendell Moore Jr., 16 points, five rebounds, seven assists, six steals, was doing everything for Duke. A.J. Griffin had 15 points on two of six shooting from three-point range with five rebounds. Mark Williams on the inside, 10.6 rebounds in only 19 minutes of competition. Trevor Keels, 13 points, eight assists, four rebounds, three of eight shooting from three-point range. As I put out on Twitter last week, Duke is undefeated when Trevor Keels scores at least 13 points in a basketball game. Joey Baker, 12 points on four or five shooting from three-point range to go along with three rebounds. And Jeremy Roach did not score, was 0 for 2 from the floor, four rebounds and five assists in 17 minutes. So the least amount of time that we've seen Jeremy Roach in a basketball game this season, and yet Duke was still able to walk away with a victory and, again, an inefficient day for Joey, Jeremy Roach. He didn't do anything offensively, but Joey Baker, to get him back shooting the way that he was, was amazing for the Blue Devils. Since the Clemson game on January 25th, nearly a month ago, when Joey Baker made three three-pointers against the Clemson Tigers, over the next seven games, Joey Baker went 0 for 8 from three-point range and was having games where he wasn't even getting into double-digit minutes, was barely in the floor, on the floor at all, because if you're not shooting, if you're Joey Baker, what are you doing out there for Duke? And he was able to knock down his shots with confidence, and that was so awesome to see a senior for this Duke team, someone that's so easy to root for. So, yeah, thrilled uh, for Joey Baker to be able to put on a performance like that. Duke finished the game 11 of 28 from three-point range. They won the rebounding battle, dominated Florida State, 
41-23, and Duke shared the basketball. 25 assists on 32 made field goals. When Duke shares the basketball, they, they're so good. And Trevor Keel said after the game that, look, when we share it, when we pile up assists, nobody can beat us. And I agree with him. I think Duke is amazing when they share the basketball. Both teams in the game had 11 turnovers, so that department was even. Duke lost to Florida State 79-78 to in overtime at FSU back on January 18th. Really tough loss for Duke that transpired, obviously, there in Tallahassee. And Florida State on Saturday in the rematch, trying to defeat Duke for the second time, they were without their leading scorer, Caleb Mills, who missed the game with an ankle injury. And then Raekwon Evans, another starter, was out injured for them. Matthew Cleveland led the way for FSU with 16 points. And John Butler, seven foot one, can absolutely shoot it. Couldn't miss the first meeting against Duke. John Butler only had four points against Duke inside Cameron Indoor Stadium. So big time victory for the Blue Devils as they improve again to 23 and four overall in the season, 13 and three in the ACC. Duke is still first in the conference. Notre Dame one game behind the Blue Devils and for Duke. They've got a three-game road trip coming up. They play at Virginia on Wednesday. This upcoming Saturday, they are at Syracuse. A Tuesday game next week at Pittsburgh. And then they close out the year Saturday, March 5th, when they take on North Carolina at home. Coming up next, Coach K reacts to the victory here on Locked on Blue Devils. Our show today is brought to you by our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline are very good friends. Check out BetOnline.net as they've got you covered for all of your wagering action. Basketball season in full swing at both the pro and college level. This past weekend, we saw NBA All-Star Weekend. Our former Duke guy, Luke Kennard, was a runner-up in the three-point contest. From all the latest odds, totals, props, whatever you name in the basketball world, betonline.net is your number one spot for all your sports betting needs, including hockey, boxing, UFC, and so much more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Well, it's good seeing you. I'm, I'm glad I made it to the end of the game. And, uh, it's about time. They pay me to do the whole game, not uh, portions of it. But uh, thank goodness we got a good staff. Uh, overall, you know, we were ready to play. What a crowd, huh, today. What a tremendous crowd we had. It was such a, a great Cameron day. Uh, and uh, yet we found out today about the injury to Evans. And, uh, and my feeling is we were ready to play. And in the first half, we felt like we could steal the ball or pressure and get on them. They're, they're strong with the ball. Their kids played really well. And when you try to steal, you commit. You don't steal with two hands, you steal with one. And when you do, you get narrow. And when you get narrow, they go by you. When you're controlling the ball, you have two hands out and you're wide. In the second half, we control the ball. That was the adjustment we made. And it, it's not a matter of, and they took advantage of it. They were strong. Joey saved us in the first half. I mean, Joey was spectacular. And in the second, but we were playing hard. It didn't have nothing at the end, not taking anyone for granted. We just thought we could win quicker. And, and 
that wasn't going to happen, and uh, they didn't they didn't contribute to that. They said, no, no, you're not going to win that way, and because they're a hell of a program. And uh, but in the second half, we cut down on the amount. They scored in the paint late, but they didn't get in the paint in the second half. They got in the paint at will in the first half. Uh, I thought we assisted well. 25 assists. Some of the passes from Trevor were spectacular, and I really thought Powell had a different gear in the second half. And uh, we rebounded. I rebounded them 41-23. But the thing, the thing we didn't do well uh, was keep them out of our paint in the first half. And but I understand why we didn't do it. Uh, and we can correct that, which we did in the, in the, in the second half. So, uh, good win. Got um, to just keep keep moving. So, any questions that you all might have? You, you joked about making it through the game. Did you have any concerns about your, your stamina? Was there any point no. or any of that? No. no. I mean, you know, you know, we played that stretch of four and eight and five and eleven. And when you, like, I don't change my habits of preparation. So, uh, and it, look, it's a long year. And, uh, and I don't have, that's why I'm retiring. I don't have the, it, it doesn't perk as quickly, you know. And we had that day off on Wednesday, and I saw whoever I needed to see. And it's basically ex exhaustion. You know, here, yeah, but nothing else. And then, uh, like, I feel great. So, but uh, we get to more of a normal schedule now. And so I think I'll be good. <laughs> I'm trying to be good. And, uh, but I'm good. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm watching some of the. Uh, ACC tournament stuff. You know, you, you've done a great job with that. The historical perspective. And so here's the thing. So I'm watching, and when we started out, we had a lot of numbers. There was seven, 77, and whatever. That's one of my pet peeves. Like, why do we only have one through five? Or, you know, that, like, uh, anyway. But, but you do a hell of a job with it. Not the numbers, with the historical <laughs> perspective. Thank you, appreciate it. I do want to wish you a lady happy birthday. Thank you. You mentioned turnovers. The second half of the outstanding game was still up for grabs. Duke is able to not just force turnovers, but yeah. force live ball turnovers and turn them into baskets and the other end of the floor. You talked about particular one that went down the way. That was a huge play. No, it, your point is a good one. It really, it, 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 it's really basically what I was talking about. When you try to steal, you're not going to get turnovers. You, you might get one steal, but you're going to, they're going to go by you. When you control the ball, you have a chance to do stuff off the ball. And that's what happened in the second half. By controlling the dribble better, we were able to keep them out, and, and then we, we had good hands. We thought we could do that in the first half by overpressuring, and it didn't. That that didn't work. So that was a big part of the game. You know, the uh, points off turnovers. What we had uh, sixteen, but most of them in the second half. Yeah. Mike, uh, you've been.
mentioned Joey. Uh, he had not hit a three in, I think, seven or eight games. And how did he sort of maybe stay ready once you'd seen from him to be able to take advantage of him in the first half? Yeah, well, Joey has helped us this year. You know, we just put a highlight tape together for them Friday night to have them see themselves do a lot of good things. And, you know, one of the things was a big three hit against Gonzaga, you know, and, uh, and he's done that. He, he, he's done that. And uh, I thought he had two really good days of practice. And, uh, and he was prepared. You know, he, he, that, was, you know, that was a big-time performance by him, and hopefully we can get that. Uh, that would be great coming off the bench that way. Hey, Coach, you mentioned the points in the paint, and I noticed he scored 28 points in the first half in the paint, 16 points in the paint in the second half. What did you change of the defense? I just talked about all this, didn't I? I'm nothing against like we control the ball and instead of trying to steal and I'm nothing. Look, I'm not trying to start a fight here. But uh, basically, you know, we controlled the ball more and we kept the ball in front of us. Until the end, they got some points in the paint when we got the big lead. But that's why we got the lead, is by not, not giving, up, giving that up. Hi, Coach. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, the Chronicle. Um, I just want to ask you about, you talked a little bit about those 25 assists. Um, Keels has been in the starting line for the past two games. I was wondering kind of what led to that assertion of him and what you have seen from him that has enabled kind of this increased ball. Yeah, well, Keels has been a starter pretty much the whole year until he got hurt. So, I mean, Trevor's one of our best players. And uh, uh, to me, he's, he's gotten back from the injury he had. And, and it's in condition now that he wasn't in just coming off that injury when he missed some games. So, uh, you know, I mean, Trevor, Trevor's one of our, our best players. So he'll be in this. He won't be in. He'll be in the starting lineup. Time for a couple more. We'll go to Steve first. Yeah, over here. I was going to ask you about. I recognize you. I was going to ask you about Trevor Keels. Are you needy today? I was going to ask you about Trevor also and what he's doing since he came back as far as he seems like he calms things down out there on the court. I mean, eight assists. Even when he's not hitting shots all the time, he's doing that. Is it when You know what happens, Steve? When he gets. He doesn't just make a pass from like the three-point line, he, he, because of his physicality and his strength, he gets within 12 feet, 15 feet, even into the lane, except for the last one. He, he, yeah, he, he should have kicked on that one. But he makes passes within that perimeter, not outside the perimeter. And uh, he's done that. Like when we go to a ball screen with him, and uh, but tonight he did it just in the normal course of, of, of the offense, and then uh, and he, he likes doing it. He he likes doing it, and uh, uh, it's a, it's a big asset for us when he's doing that. Last two go, David, and then Colin. And Mike, you've done such a good job of being purposeful and not letting this season be about your retirement and the last this and the last that. But after tonight. You've only got one more left here. 
Do you let that sink in? Do you want to appreciate that, or do you want to just take this week and make it just like yeah, that? We, we have a one-game lead, I think, right? And we're going to Virginia, that's all I'm thinking of. And uh, there's plenty of time for that, you know. There, and I'm sure, I, I know, look, it'll be emotional the last game here. And some of these games have been a little bit emotional for me in one way and another, all right? But uh, even today with all the crowd and whatever, you, you, you want to savor that feeling because you're only going to be able to walk out on that court one more time and have that feeling. And, uh, uh, but it makes, me, it makes me understand how lucky I've been to do it hundreds of times. Not a dozen or like 600 times or I don't know how many games I've coached, but a lot. Coach, and how lucky have I been to have a moment like that to savor? But I've had those moments hundreds of times. You know, that's that's one. It's been a blessing, you know, to be the coach here and with this crowd and our culture. Lucky guy. I've been a very very lucky guy. Yeah. You know, it was important to get up 20, but... It is, always. <laughs> <laughs> given, given it's a way. good deal. You made a good point. Given the way a Tuesday, plus. A plus. Given the way Tuesday night played out, how encouraging was it for your team to stay ahead? And kind of no, play? no. We, like, we, yeah, we tell them stuff like, like you, you know, the game is a long game. And, uh, we show our youth when we don't have the discipline to maintain that lead or add to it or only lose a little bit of it. I thought we did a little bit better job tonight. But still, it's like you're saying, whoa, just settle down, man. You know, settle, settle down. No one-handed passes. No, we don't have to make a flamboyant play. We, we, we just have to take care of the clock. That doesn't mean you're holding the ball, but you just be smart. Time and score and end up with more points than them. It's a pretty simple formula. And if you get that far ahead, you should win. You shouldn't have to go to the last play of the game, like we did in the last game, no matter how good the other team is, because we were contributors to that. Tonight, we were not, and hopefully going forward, we weren't. Again, you got to learn from all these things, and uh, that's what we're trying to do. We try to show them and talk about it and whatever. You know, our guys are very confident. You know, you got to be careful not to be too confident, and uh, so that's, we're working on it. We're, we're working, but I'd rather have them confident. Because uh, they've won 23 games, and they've done a really, really good job. And they're good kids. They're really good kids. We okay with everything? Thanks, Coach. Okay, thank you. Our show today is brought to you by Built Bar. As we're here in February, it's the time of year where a lot of people start to give up on their New Year's resolutions. 
Not the case for me. I'm sticking to mine, and that's because I've got Built Bar a part of my plan. Built Bar is amazing. It's the first ever uh, protein bar that I absolutely love. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, low calorie, high in protein. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So many amazing flavors to choose from. I want you to go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com promo code LOCKED15, that is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order. Amazing flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and so much more. Cookies and cream, one of my absolute favorites. Again, Built.com, promo code LOCKED15. Built Bar is a proud sponsor of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Final few moments here today on Locked On Blue Devils on this Monday, February 21st, 2022. I want to give a uh, special birthday shout out to my stepmom. So happy birthday to Renee. I hope she's having a great day. All right, recapping the weekend for Duke Athletics. Duke men's lacrosse, the number 17 in the country, number seven team in the country. Talking too fast there. Beat number 11 Denver 19 to 10 over the weekend in Durham. Huge win for Duke. They were upset by Jacksonville at the end of last week. I love watching this men's lacrosse team. John Donowski's been at it for a long time, and he uh, obviously picked up a big win. Nine-point victory for Duke over Denver. Brendan O'Neill had four goals. Dyson Williams had four goals. Nakai Montgomery had three goals for Duke in their victory against Denver. Coming up on Tuesday, tomorrow, Duke's got another home game, a matinee in the afternoon against number 17, Delaware, who is 3-0 on the season. Delaware... The Blue Hens are led by head coach Ben DeLuca, who's coming back to Duke. He is a Cornell graduate who spent the 2014 season as a volunteer assistant coach working with the defense for Duke. In that 2014 season, Duke went on to win their second consecutive national championship. So Ben DeLuca, the head coach for Delaware, who tomorrow will be going up against Duke, has a national championship ring on his finger, courtesy of his time as a Duke men's lacrosse assistant coach. Duke women's basketball, an exciting victory yesterday, 64-61 over Clemson. Mia Goodchild led the way with 13 points and five rebounds. Celeste Taylor, 10 points and six boards. Duke is now 16-10 and overall in the season, 7-9 in the ACC. On Thursday, uh, it'll be senior night for Duke as they take on Boston College from inside Cameron Indoor Stadium. And Sunday, six days from now, one week from yesterday, this upcoming Sunday, Duke travels to Chapel Hill, their final game of the regular season, to take on the North Carolina Tar Heels. Duke softball, the number 14 team in the country right now, is 8-2 and two on the season after they had a 4-1 and one weekend this last weekend in Gainesville. Opening weekend, Duke lost 8-7 to seven to number 21 Arizona State. But as I said, they went 4-1 and one this last weekend in Gainesville with wins over Florida A&M among a couple of other schools. The one loss on the weekend for Duke was 9-3 at the hands of number four, Florida. Duke has played 10 games on the season, none of them at home. They've got their first home game of the season this Wednesday when they take on Elon. And then finally, Duke baseball to recap their weekend. They had a three-game series to open up, play against VMI, the Virginia Military Institute. They lost opening day 10-5. to to VMI, but then Duke won at nine to one on Saturday and won eight to seven on Sunday. Chris Crabtree had a big game on Sunday, two for three on the weekend or on Sunday with three RBIs and one home run. Also over the weekend, 
Damon Lux hit a homer, and Alex Stone went deep for the Blue Devils. Tomorrow, Duke baseball takes on App State at home. Significant game. It's the first meeting for Duke since 2012. It's the first meeting for Duke baseball head coach Chris Pollard against Appalachian State as the Duke head coach. Duke got Chris Pollard to take over their baseball program after he spent eight seasons as the head baseball coach at App State. So, again, the first meeting between these two schools since 2012. First time Chris Pollard faces Appalachian State as the Duke baseball head coach. Duke is 4-3 and three all time, their record against Appalachian State, but Duke has not won in the series since 1997. So Duke is looking for their first victory over the Mountaineers in the 21st century. Exciting weekend in Duke athletics. A lot of full events. Duke men's lacrosse, women's lacrosse had a win that I needed to shout out. Women's basketball, softball, baseball, everything in full swing this time of year, and I absolutely love it. Coming up tomorrow on the podcast, my buddy Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast will be with us. We're talking all things Duke in the NFL. We teased it throughout the uh, football season that we would do one final episode to recap the year that was in the 2021 NFL season for former Duke Blue Devils. We're doing that on tomorrow's show, so be on the lookout for that. You can connect with me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore, and be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Locked On Blue Devils as soon as it's available each day. Now check out the Locked On Celtics podcast. Our boy Jason Tatum starred in the NBA All-Star game last night. A lot of exciting things talking about JT over there on Locked On Celtics. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.